0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Gender Matters. The Gender Matters podcasts are a new aspect of our annual leadership forum and awards celebration presented by AT&T. Texas Women's Foundation focuses on two important aspects of women's lives, and that is advancing women's economic security and advancing women's leadership. And we do this toward the mission of empowering Texas women and girls to build stronger, more inclusive, and equitable communities for all. And we could not do this work without strong, supportive partners like AT&T, so let's take a minute to hear from them. AT&T is pleased to team with Texas Women's Foundation as we pursue meaningful social and economic change for women, girls, and families in Texas. AT&T is aiming to level the playing field for economic and educational opportunities for everyone by expanding mobile and broadband access to the internet. The Gender Matters podcast series is sponsored by Kimberly-Clark Corporation, and each episode features the remarkable accomplishments of one of our 2021 recipients of the Mara Women Helping Women Award or our Young Leader Award. And we'll hear from these remarkable women about their leadership journeys, how their work is transforming the lives of other women, and we'll also talk a little bit about how women can come together to support one another and advance women's leadership at every level. As I said, we're so grateful for the support of our sponsor for the podcast series. That's Kimberly Clark Corporation, a genuine global leader in advancing opportunities for women, in addition to producing exceptional products for women. Um, I particularly appreciate the participation of several of Kimberly Clark's senior executive women leaders as co moderators of the panel of the podcast. And today I get to introduce you to. Juanita Palayas. And Juanita is Global Vice President of Adult and Feminine Care. She's right up the female alley here with us and all of our gender justice fighters. Thank you very much. She's a senior leader with terrific business management and marketing trajectory, over 18 years of international experience. She's a strong strategic thinker, and works in the areas of media and digital knowledge, analytical skills, and that's allowed her to successfully manage over six consumer categories, holding key positions in the areas of business development, digital transformation, innovation, communication, and brand building. Plus, she's just a fabulous human being. So I'd like to start for just a minute and ask Juanita, why does gender matter? Tell me your thoughts, since that's what we call our podcast series, to your way of thinking, why does gender matter?
1: First of all, hi, Rose, and thank you so much for having me here. Um, I think despite decades of progress, we continue to live in a world where millions of women and girls face inequality issues such as stigmas, discrimination, lack of opportunities, and violence. Gender equality will allow that half of the world's population can thrive and flourish to their full potential. In business, gender equality is one of the drivers of diversity and allows us to understand and assess needs and opportunities in the market through different perspectives.
0: Perfect. Thank you. And since this award that I'll soon introduce you to a, a recipient of, this award is called the Mara Women Helping Women Award. And let's can you talk a little bit about how you believe women can support one another in the workplace and in our own lives?
1: Yes, I think uh, gender equality is everyone's responsibility. However women do play a key role in supporting each other. I believe that we can do so in many different ways, such as promoting an inclusive and diverse work environment, acting with empathy with one another, and educating our children and the men in our lives around the importance of equality. Also, women in leadership positions have a role and responsibility to play To guide their organizations towards a path of gender equality, diversity, and inclusion, and pave the way for other women to flourish.
0: That is a perfect statement. And absolutely aligned with the realities of what Texas Women's Foundation stands for and believes in. I really appreciate your dedication to this work, both personally and professionally. And I know that you're making wonderful and massive changes in your own global organization that will have a global ripple effect. And I'd now like to introduce our featured guest and my friend, Jenya Wang. Jinya is a true impact innovator, and I think this woman is going to blow you all away with her contributions to the community and the way that she has used her innovative spirit to make change. She's a social impact, community building, and creative innovator with a focus on the intersection of social justice, gender equity, and human rights. She founded one of the most remarkable organizations in this community called Break Bread, Break Borders. It's a culinary training social enterprise that empowers refugee women through storytelling of cooking, food, and culture to become economically sustainable. Jenya is also an expert in sustainable global supply chain, with over a decade of business experience and marketing experience for Fossil Group, JC Penney and Neiman Marcus. Jinya, thank you for joining us and congratulations on being a so deserving recipient of the Mara Women Helping Women Award.
2: Oh, Thank you so much for having me here Roz and thank you Juanita for um, both of you holding space for us. It is an honor to be here, and um, gosh, um, where do we start about?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me ask you to start with, how did you come up with this brilliant idea of using culinary arts and storytelling to help refugee women? Start there. Okay.
2: Well, it's really an idea, nothing new under the sun, but um, I, the really, uh, our story began when um, I grew up in Taipei, Taiwan. I came to the States um, when I was 13, and um, my uh, dad had actually lost his job, and so um, my parents were struggling to figure out how they were going to raise girls in an environment that we possibly may not be able to get as much education or job opportunities, and so when my aunt and uncle called from Tulsa, Oklahoma and said, we're starting a family restaurant business, which you all like to come and help my parents said yes and um you know they decided um to come here and um and help out with the um these series of chinese restaurants and after about 16 franchises later we um uh, noticed that there was a location doing well in dallas and so my parents saved up um, their money and bought one of the franchises for my aunt and uncle and i saw every day um as my mom being the chef and very much a community leader, she would intentionally hire immigrants, refugees, and migrants to come and work in our kitchen and she would train them with job skills and and send them on to bigger and better opportunities, right? And um, I just saw her transform lives every single day. And, um, and, you know, being a descendant of refugees who escaped from China, from communism, to take refuge in Taiwan for freedom, um, I, this is an issue very close to my heart and very much you know close to the artwork that I've have, I have been making of my immigrant diaspora experience and so when I lost my mother to cancer I was devastated and um, I struggled to find ways to heal and um, And the way I self-medicate is I go make art. And so um, Break Bread, Break Borders actually initially came as a concept for an art project. Yeah, it was supposed to be a community um, dinner where we come to a safe space and have courageous conversations and where the women didn't just cook and share their food and culture. They stood up in front of the crowd and gave um, storytelling, um, clear accounts of what it was like um, to escape war-torn countries, right? From Iraq, from Syria, from Afghanistan, Nepal, Myanmar, and the Congo, and we couldn't go so on and so forth. Um, and they talked about what it's like living as refugees abroad. And um, they, you know, um, discussed what it's like to come to America, and also what it was like to cook with break, break, break borders. And so, um, you know it was supposed to be this this you know very much a oral history sharing and you know an artistic practice pop-up dinners <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it became a juggernaut
2: yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, i really you know thought you know as a social practice artist you know um when the community asks me for fire i cannot bring it water and you know the women were so grateful and they came to me and said they said jenya you're so cute you know this art project is really beautiful but we don't need another community dinner what we need are jobs and um i said oh well my parents are entrepreneurs you know um, my family was in the restaurant business how hard could it be right ross <laughs> <laughs> and juanita <laughs> i mean seriously um yeah it was uh it's been a huge challenge with many roadblocks in between, but yet the work is incredibly rewarding. And so, you know, it, it really was born out of an artistic practice.
1: <laughs> it is such a pleasure to meet you, Genya. Um, it it's just a really inspiring story. I'd like to ask you how. Tell us a little bit more about how you're using your art.
2: To bring awareness to an immigrant's experience? Oh, wow. That's a lot to unpack, Juanita. <laughs> so, um, the way I'm using my art as our voices is that we really approached Break, Break, Break Borders from a perspective of um, how can we reimagine education? Um, and train um, these women in food handler's permit and um, acquisition of food uh, manager's license certification, right? And um, typically what is expected of immigrants and refugees and anyone that's in this space, you have to have an eighth grade um, uh, English um, equivalency and uh, to be able to access these testing. Well, who just got off a plane or a boat or any way, shape, form crossing the border is going to know that, Um, you know, language barrier was a huge thing for me. Um, When I came to the States, I didn't speak a lick of English. I had barely just begun my ABCs in sixth grade in Taiwan. And, um, you know, coming here, I didn't have um, language. And, you know, and so art became my universal language. And for my mother, who was the chef, food is her universal language. And, you know, and with this, um, I thought, you know, why not combine the two and really empower women and girls, you know, in this space? And, you know, what we do is, um, we don't just train about food safety. Um, we use, um, different forms of artistic practice to share that education, you know. So we have trained women from Afghanistan who were living under Taliban rule that they didn't know how to read or write. And so through the assistance of refugee agencies and also other community partners, we have tremendous amount of help with translators and interpreters. But, you know, a photograph is worth a thousand words. You know, sometimes if you show somebody a picture of, no, no, this food doesn't belong on the floor. <laughs> and you know, here's how we prepare these, you know and um, this is how you store and freeze the meats in order to keep it fresh. Those are things that you know or if they're having issues and troubles, you know locating a um, a, a, a place to drop off the food, you know, a picture of a Google street sign helps tremendously oh i need to turn here and here's my landmark you know due north and um you know those are things that we really um thought you know this is the way this this is the path to equity, right? To access education, this is how you can get to that success. We try to remove those barriers from those reimagined ways of of um, education through artistic practice, and also, you know, we know visually representation matters, right? Juanita, you being such in a, such a powerful place, you know, in at Kimberly Clark and Roz, you being the executive director of you know of this incredible organization, at Texas Women's Foundation, seeing women in these spaces that look like you, that sound like you, you know, um, is huge. And so we're very cognizant of, you know, finding mentors and, um, um, and people who are, you know, willing to help in this space, whether it be, um, uh, you know, uh, people, uh, uh, from, you know, the BIPOC community, the Black, um, um, indigenous people of color communities or um uh, or the lbgtq um, IA plus community um, women who are you know uh, restaurant owners um, uh, or um, professional chefs um catering uh um, operators and culinary consultants you know we find them the, in these incredible spaces to come in and mentor the um the the bbbb community cooks and so they can see that you know what if she can do it I can too. And so that visually, you know, it, it is a, a huge, you know, um um it's it, it's a huge thing to to have that reaffirmation. It gives them that, you know, that self-confidence. And finally, you know, um with the language barrier, like as a child, I was a language broker for my parents, you know, I would they would get, you know, better health department scores, you know, when I was there to help translate and, you know, you know, customer service, you know, I was the language broker. And, you know, we, we, you know, often got told to go back where the heck we came from. But, you know, for with me being a mediator in the middle under, you know, helping to explain these things, you know, really, help raise that voice, right? And so, you know, if we didn't have the words, you know, when we already speak English, what is it like to, you know, use English as a second language in, you know, a complete different country? And so, you know, with the women that we work with, you know, photo voice is a part of, you know, data collection is a part of, you know, even if it's a little video that they took, you know, of an event, how proud they are, you know, they're able to achieve the success that, you know, and, and, you know, using a photo saying, you know, my daughter saw me cooking in the space and speaking in such a powerful voice. Now she wants to become a chef and wants to own her own business. You know, those are they don't I don't need to speak Arabic or Farsi or Spanish or any other language or Burmese. You know, they can send me a picture and say, look, look what we're doing together. Look, this is where our sisterhood is at. That's how I'm using my art to um, raise our voices.
1: What a great story and great use of creativity, to be honest. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I have one more question. What What are the ways in which you are building bridges to bring communities together for change?
2: <laughs> wow. Um, there are a lot of different ways and, you know, um, the three best ways that I think my mother taught us, um, us girls, I have five sisters, y'all, um, uh, (laughs) fifth in placement, second to the youngest, um, the top three things that my mom taught us are, um, number one, um, always do the right thing, and, um, number two, be a good neighbor, and, um, number three is, um, no matter what you do, practice kindness and compassion every single day. And, you know, and it doesn't matter where you come from, what faith base you are, you know, um, what socioeconomic status you're in. Those are all great rules to abide by. And, um, you know, I, I grew up um, watching my mom and dad um, raise us as, as um, philanthropists, you know, um, and—, and you know, we didn't have the money, but we had ample amount of time and it was so valuable that, you know, they would, um, you know, on their days off from the restaurant, I mean, you know, the restaurant is open, you know, (laughs) seven days a week, right. You know, and, um, we, uh, had a ton to do, but, you know, but on their days off, you know, I watched them volunteer for the Buddhist Compassion Relief Foundation. My mom would use her superpowers of cooking, you know, to cook for hundreds, you know, for a gala for fundraising. And, you know, we would volunteer at the nursing home and, you know, sew blankets, you know, for the homeless and, you know, volunteer our time, you know, at at the shelter. And, you know, women who are experiencing you know, abuse or domestic violence. And, you know, those were all things that were made possible because, you know, they value the giving back to the community component so much that they made it a, a, you know, a a common practice and they served as our role models. Well, mind you, my dad was like, this is our day off. You seriously want me to go here? But, um, but they um, yeah right mom prevailed (laughs) yeah god bless her and so you know like um thank goodness for that you know and i i just she was such a pillar and you know i've always just I, i want to honor her legacy in every way shape form possible and so those are the ways that i go about you know um bridge building is you know um she's really taught us like the really basic you know um Um, rule of thumbs of you know how to go about those you know golden rules and and they're not difficult to practice and um so that 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 does a lot
0: it does a lot that's (laughs) awesome we'd like to thank today's podcast episode sponsor here's a word about them
2: i step over old ideas and create my own path I choose to leave the old cycle that made women hide their bodies, their emotions, their periods behind. I am shaping my future with imagination and without fear. I am filled with possibilities every day of the month. I am a new cycle. Kotex, period or not,
0: she can. As an entrepreneur and innovator, um, talk to me a little bit about how you see innovation and entrepreneurship affecting communities of color and where the opportunities can maybe be expanded and, um, and, and what's needed to support BIPOC entrepreneurs.
2: Well, um, there's so many things that we can talk about. Um, I think um as an Asian American woman um, in this space, um, I do have to admit I often feel invisible. Um, I'm either not um, black or brown enough, mm-hmm. um, or uh, to to experience um, you know um, pain, or I'm not white enough to experience privilege, and um, I have often um you know found myself um alone the lone Asian woman in these spaces. And um so when I see allies, um, you know, I, I really have to like hold on to them and I see the pain and the struggles that they go through and um and I think about, you know, what what can we do, you know, to to really um to bring this to light and and to do more um to make people understand that we exist and um and a part of that is coming up with unique ideas and opportunities right and um and to be honest break 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 borders business model is nothing new under the sun like i said you know globally there are programs all throughout i've seen them in you know many many countries and you know but um I didn't see them with the component of storytelling, and that's where my artistic practice came in that gave it that unique culinary um, perspective. And I also um, didn't see one in our own backyard. Right. And so um, so I just, you know, um, as one of my favorite um, um, civil rights activist leader, um, uh, a Chinese woman uh, named Grace Lee Boggs um, um, said um, this quote is, we are the leaders that we're looking for and you know we can't wait for superheroes to come and save us and um i was not built for this (laughs) i was really an just an artist um making looking to make a social difference a social impact and um i didn't know I was stepping into a leadership role. I wasn't thinking about how heavy all this was going to be. Running a business, um, having a full-time job, um, being a single mom, and you know, raising a feminist son, um, being a good sister, and you know, um, taking care of myself so I can help more of others i wasn't thinking about any of that i really just you know stepped into it because it's what i was called to do and so
0: and i've seen that time over time in in your in 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 how you relate to the beautiful beautiful women that you bring along through break bread break borders i also want to speak to you about the fact that we, your voice was very important and raised in a very important way recently after the murders of the Asian women in Atlanta. And I was so proud to know you. So proud to hear what you had to say. And I, I want you to reflect on that about how everyone who's listening today can be a better ally and support the AAPI community.
2: Thank you. Um, first of all, just you asking that is huge. Thank you for asking about how I'm feeling and my well-being, and thank you for caring. And that that is that is huge. And um, I have been in this space for so long, shouting out from the rooftop, the mountains, um, about how people should care, about how um, Asian Americans must unite and you know our Pacific Islanders must come together um, for a long, long time. But oftentimes in our world, it takes um, tragedy and trauma to occur before someone would really realize that oh, we have a huge issue on our hand and we must take care of it. And um, so much, so much work ahead. And, um, but the thing is, we can't let a crisis go to waste. Okay. And um, the thing is, this, if it takes this for us to begin to Raise awareness, to organize and mobilize, to activate, to educate, to really begin to heal, mm-hmm. and um, and to see some sort of light at the end of the tunnel, and um, and to understand that. We all are working for the common goal, and that is humanities. And love will always prevail. And that is what we have to hang on to. And so if it takes all this for us to realize that this is what we have to do to get there together, then then that will be the way, you know, and um and I I have um really um just been honored to um to be asked you know to speak in 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 the press in 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 private in you know groups as um my orchid giving circle sisters yes. <laughs> <laughs> a part a huge part of fund of, of Texas Women's Foundation. Um I have an incredible support system set up. Um I have a group of women of Asian descent that you know I'm able to you know, really address, you know, um, the challenges and issues of, you know, what is it like to be sex trafficked and, you know, having to work in this industry, what the horrors of the supply and demand, you know, uh, of, of pornography, how do we combat that? How do we eradicate racism and sexism and all the injustices in between, right? Well, first of all, we have to recognize it's a problem and then we have to speak up we can no longer suffer in silence. Just as um, our amazing activist um, Helen Shaw has said, you know, to be silent is a privilege and we no longer can afford to do that. We must speak up and speak out and, um, you know, and in asking your Asian American Pacific Islander, friends, family, any member of the community, how they're doing. And, um, you know, and really taking the time to educate yourself also. I've heard Google is a really great um, source of information. And um, I'm borrowing that from some of my amazing female activist friends out there. And, um, you know, um, google the stuff and you know um because it, it it you know social justice warrior fatigue is real um you know it, 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 if we have to in this constant mode of of, of educate you know it it would be very difficult right you know a part of the um the the accountability on on all of us as Global citizens is that, you know, step up, do the work, do a little bit of homework before you come to, to anyone and ask, you know, what can I do to help, you know, name ABC, is there something I can take off of your, um, you know, work project, you know, um, can I help babysit your child and, and, you know, um, what meals can I bring to help, you know, help you heal and 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 rejuvenate and you know what can I do in my workspace, you know, to um, you know, raise your voice and, and combat these social justice issues. Um, you know, there are a lot of places that can step up, you know, to promote, you know, AAPI communities, you know, into this leadership um capacity um and and really, you know, this work has been done for with the communities by the communities and for the communities a long, long time. Oftentimes, you just have to let that person step up and and do the work and and you know allowing them that opportunity to do so. And you know that kind of lifting does a lot. And so um, those are just a few ways that I'm touching on. You know, but um, but yeah, spread the word. Good. <laughs> wow.
1: I, I have to say, I am deeply saddened by the events that took place here in Atlanta. And mm-hmm. and I agree with you, I can't think of a better time um, for all of us to come even closer together mm-hmm. to fight against gender inequality and to promote diversity and inclusion in our society. So let's uh, switch gears a little bit. Um, can
2: you share with us what is your code to success oh my code to success <laughs> uh, you know to be honest um my mom always said you know do what you love and the rest will come and um i know i've heard a lot of people say like oh that can't be true because then you know you could be working on something that you're not making money at and then you know like nothing works um but um for me that has uh, just been a an incredible uh, North Star in a lot of ways, you know. My mom practiced that to uh, to such a T, um, she was my lighthouse in that manner, you know, and she loved cooking. She, I mean, oh my goodness, you know, um, the way she, um, you know, shared our Taiwanese cuisine and food and culture with people. Um, I used to have these epic Lunar New Year parties, you know, because simply because she, she would, you know, Pinch, come and pinch dumplings. Like people couldn't care less. I was hosting. It was like your mom's pinching dumplings. Okay, I'm there. You know, and um and she just kept doing what she she loved and and um it didn't ever feel like work for her, you know and um and that's how she was able to build these bridges, you know, in the Asian American communities. And you know, you ask people about Ying Huang and um, or Lai Shigu as um, she's often um, uh, you know known in the communities. It's like, oh, you're her daughter. Okay, you know, like that was how I was known. It was like, that's not, you know, Jinya Huang. It's, you know, oh, you're (laughs) Margaret Huang's daughter, you know, and and that that is our code to success. Yeah. Thank you.
1: What what, what advice do you have for other women who want to make change in the world for women and girls?
2: Oh, so many things, but I'm going to focus on um, use your voice, use your voice, find your superpowers, use it for good and use your voice. Um, I firmly believe that, you know, oftentimes it's um, it's things that you already are amazing at and people are telling you that, hey, Ross, have you thought about, you know, like running an organization because you're like really good about asking for money (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Juanita, you really rock at branding and marketing, <laughs> like the way you present yourself and, you know, any product that's out there. It's like you could sell anything to anybody. Like it's oftentimes stuff that you're already really good at. And people are telling you, have you thought about this? It's not a coincidence. It's for real, like what your superpowers are and, um, you ought to really consider about, you know, like doing something with it, you know, and and once you hone in um, on that voice, like focus on, you know, like what part of it that you, you really want to, you know, use it for. You know, for me, um, it is definitely um, amplifying my voice in, you know, in the arts, in education, in the innovative, you know, entrepreneurship world, and, um, you know, Asian American uh, AAPI communities, and you know, so on and so forth, right? But one day at a time, and sometimes it's even just like ten minutes at a time, you know. And like, um, sometimes I I wonder, you know, if I'm doing a good job, you know, um, being a mom, you know. And there are days that, you know, that I think about all the things that I've come through, like. Um, being a domestic violence survivor, you know, am I, you know, passing on trauma, you know, to the next generation in any way, shape, form? And, and, but, you know, you have to cast it like a little bit of healthy doubt is, is always like good, but, you know, but at some point you really have to understand it's like, we are here for a purpose. My calling is to amplify voices in this world and um and everybody is going to have a different superpower and but you know what find it use it and use it for good and that's how women and girls are going to empower and rule the world
0: I couldn't agree more. (laughs) I could not agree more. And your mother's voice is coming through loud and clear, my dear. Thank you. Loud and clear in her wonderful ways and the things that she taught you and the things that you have now taught us about living with passion and purpose and compassion. Um, I wish we could talk all day. (laughs) I know it's like, uh, how are we going to
2: fix poverty and uh, all this other stuff? We got a few other. How many how many world problems can we solve today?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We could take them all on with this trio. Absolutely, with this trio. But I want to thank you so much, and tell you, Jenya how um, extraordinarily deserving you are of this award, this recognition, and how much you inspire all of us with what you've done. And you didn't have to do it, but you did it and have done it so beautifully and so well. And to Kimberly Clark Corporation and my new amiga Juanita Pelayas, (laughs) I am so happy to know you and thank you for co-moderating this dialogue with Jenya and thank you for the impact that you and your company are making on women and girls around the globe. For all of you who are listening, I know you're happy and inspired and that you're going to take home something very meaningful from this conversation. I want to make sure that you also tune in to hear our other extraordinary women who are doing great things on our Gender Matters podcasts. And to learn more about Texas Women's Foundation, of course, we'd love to welcome you to our family. And so please join us at txwf.org. Until next time.